once we get to our like the burn target today is that like oh people don't get better with success they don't become better like their worst things are like reinforced exactly by getting money and power that they're like no i was right i was right to be this way so there's no i can't imagine what the people you're dealing with are like because at least the kids i'm dealing with are like uncertain of their ability in hvac you know they haven't been showered with money yet you're see you just you uh unconsciously just did a tie-in to uh a falcon and winter soldier theme which is great because this podcast is sponsored by Disney. Hail Bob Iger. Uh, oh my God, please. Please give us money. Yeah. I will suck every foot you have. They wouldn't, if Disney sponsored this, they wouldn't give us money. They would just promise not to kill one of our family members. Like that's all. <laughs> oh no, I like my family members. Well, one of them can stay. So <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Make me but, choose. <laughs> but you, you said the thing of like how it just makes you a worse version of what you are. That's literally like the theme of like their new Disney plus show. So really, you're right. We are basically superheroes and we're helping <laughs> the world. I agree with you. It's also like kind of the theme of most of the people we're like any of the real life people we burn is like, yeah, they made it. And then it, they just doubled down on the things that we don't like. Yeah. Because when you're successful, you're like, no, 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 no. I got here. So obviously I'm right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people are screaming my name. You and I spend our entire lives doubting ourselves. We're like, oh, this move I've made didn't turn into this thing I expected. So I guess I was wrong. But someone (laughs) who just made one correct choice or has one talent or whatever, something good happened and they just kind of rolled with it. Now they're like, well, I mean, I guess I'm a god. You know, like they just don't. Yeah. There's like, no, no, no. Clearly I did everything right. And this isn't dumb luck at all. And that's kind of you touched on it, like has a talent or has a skill like the idea that we're like entertaining celebrities running for political office. You're like, they did one thing. Well, that doesn't mean they're good at everything. It's a crazy thing to be like, I want this person to do a job. They've, it's kind of like they used to do with comics. So like if you make it, you have to be an actor now. And right. you're like, OK, well, that's not what I've been training. <laughs> that's not the skill I've been working on for 10 years. Yeah, it, it is crazy. That's yeah, I it, it does infuriate me definitely politically when you know, people like right now, Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor of California. known murderer, known murderer, known all the bad, like any bad thing you can think of. Caitlyn Jenner at one point in her life has been that, you know, definitely has been at the top, the peak of American culture, whatever at a time has definitely been at the bottom, but also has really no stake in politics. Doesn't really even vote, doesn't do anything. And is like, I guess I could be governor <laughs> or whatever. And well, I like, think stupid people this? are finding out that it's very lucrative to be in politics. Or to <laughs> pretend that you, yeah, to pretend that you want to be, you know what I mean? You can get a bunch of money. People can funnel you money and then you can just be like, but I lost. So Oops. <laughs> sorry, Oops, thanks for your $25. <laughs> You're like, what'd you spend that campaign donation on? Oh, I don't know. A, a flyer I stuffed under someone's door. I took the rest right. home. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Right. And then meanwhile, they're like, wait, Kate, did your ass get fatter? What's going on here? I see you got some. Do you have, you have lip injection? Something different about you. I don't know. I'm just glowing because of politics. <laughs> politics do make me glow too. Yeah. Uh, I love a good political debate. You know me. Yeah, you do. I, I do love uh, goofy pictures of Joe Biden. I will say I'm, in, I'm entertained by that. But they keep posting pictures of him on articles that don't really about him. He like signed something that someone else did. And then just put, they post like a goofy picture where he's like, he's got like a dead face, but he's pointing <laughs> at mouth. And you're like, I don't understand this, but this is really entertaining. This is what a president looks like, Jack. <laughs> it's a man who's a, like a year from death. Unbelievable. <laughs> he, speak, you know, Everyone, the thing with like everyone's like, oh, Walt Disney. We mentioned Disney before. Like Walt Disney's cryogenically frozen. He's gonna come back to life and like take over the world or whatever Ooh. the conspiracy theory is with that. Joe Biden's doing that. Whatever you think Disney is doing, Joe Biden has done that, and that is how he is our president currently. He should. Uh, he has a face that looks like it just fell on to his skeleton and then just kind of meld like just melded on to his bones and, yeah. and he just like he like he like he died in the desert and then someone <laughs> died on top of him and then their skin just kind of fell off onto his bones and then he was just resurrected into a person that's a president okay i've seen dead i've seen elderly corpses that look more vibrant right 
you ever I, work I'm, a retail job where you have to like plastic wrap something and then heat gun it and that's how you like shrink wrap something that's what? what his skin is yeah like okay a GameStop. if you go buy a game right it's wrapped in plastic or oh, real tell okay i got it yes oh <laughs> so you do that you Sorry. wrap it in plastic and then you have a heat gun and it shrinks the plastic onto the thing and that's kind of what it looks like someone did to his bones with, <laughs> with his skin right like every day we got to shrink wrap his skin onto him let him out that's what's so funny is like all i don't know like jill biden is fine like she's a fine looking person like at a certain point I, I think about this with every president presidency I've ever been like cognizant of. It's like, are they still fucking? You think Joe Biden and Jill Biden? Are, like, I know Joe Biden's horny, but you yeah. know Joe Biden is just the way uh, uh, Melania was like slapping Trump away all the time. There's no. They weren't fucking. No. They weren't fucking. But like Jill Biden, it's probably doing the same thing to Joe. He's like, oh, come here, kitty cat. She's like, get the fuck away. <laughs> I always wondered maybe they had like a, a Clinton deal where like we're gonna be a power couple. You fuck who you fuck, just keep it out of the news. <laughs> sure. Like, well. But do you think Bill and Hillary were fucking ever? No, God I no. I think they were, and I think Hillary really just like took it to Bill. I really do believe that. Where it's just, just like. If there was a montage of their sex life, it's like her straps around the wrists and the ankles. She's putting on like a leather mask, shoving a ball gag in his mouth, <laughs> and just crushing his fucking. Spending mouth. like five minutes unwrapping a horse-sized dildo. Yeah, and they don't even. <laughs> she doesn't even use it on him. She's just like <laughs> just to bad. scare him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is what could happen to you if you embarrass me in public again. Oh if you God. go hang out with Jeffrey Epstein without me one more time, this is what's <laughs> gonna happen. To you. God damn it! I've listened, like I got into those murder podcasts for a while. So I think sorry. it was like, yeah, sort. Oh, I don't know. It's it was interesting because I was working at a PR firm, so it was like a bunch of bubbly blonde ladies, and then I was just listening to people describing gruesome murders, and right. the contrast was like entertaining. Um, but every one of them that are about politics, <laughs> like they were about politicians, were all about pedophile rings. All of them were like, "Here's a boy who hid in the closet, watched the Bush brothers fuck a child," and you're like, "This Jesus is, Christ!" This is I have like no no conviction in that, but also have zero surprises if any. Like the more that comes out, like these are the people at Epstein's parties. I'm like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the the whole Epstein thing with me was like, yes, I believe all this stuff of. I, all the conspiracies and all the things that people are saying he's doing, yes, I'm sure it's happened. But I am annoyed by all the people who are telling me it's happened. That's what yes, they, yes. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know who your audience is and you gotta have the right messengers for your audience. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be fucking horseshit smelling comedians being like, bro, you don't even understand. There's an island. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get that part. <laughs> I, I also believe the know, island. <laughs> like, I also understand that if I was a noble elite, I'd want an island to stay away from people like you, too. Like, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, 100% the, make everything money. Everything they did there was bad, but the idea was right. <laughs> get away from you shills. I don't like you. I, yeah, wealthy isolation is a dream. Is like, yes. just buy you know, a fucking castle. <laughs> buy a castle, hire people to man the walls, and keep the rest of the people the fuck out. Yeah, I... I Oh, you're even you're even more um, you're less secluded than me. Like I'd buy an island. I would have people man. I would have people build my castle, build my resort, whatever it is. It's just me, maybe one, two other people, probably one other person. Right. And then in the contract, whoever built the stuff on the island for me, I'm like, I'm not I'm not an evil guy. I'm not a bad. You know me. Hey, I pay you a fair wage. But it does say in the contract that after you completed your work, you have to kill yourself. Like, you cannot be here. <laughs> We're no, gonna... you can't swim back home. You have to be dead. No one can know where we are. I want to be left alone forever with me and this one other person. We're going to put you in the wall. <laughs> You're yeah. going to become your greatest piece. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have been such a great contribution to this project that I want to keep <laughs> you here forever. Okay? And you cannot tell your family where you are. It's just me. You and the walls and Tracy Ellis Ross. That's whoever. <laughs> so, do you know who that is? Alex? No idea. Hell yeah. You can okay. Google it after the show. She's, cool. my, she's my dream gal. Yeah. Tracy, if you're listening, hope this didn't get too dark for you, but uh, I don't know. We got a hell of a podcast for you, girl, you know? So, why don't you buckle on up and boom, uh, boom, 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 boom. You want to do it? You want to fucking do it, Ben? Yeah.
Yeah, dog. You want to rip it? Oh, shit. Welcome to Burn Your Heroes. Each week, we take your heroes and we burn them down. I am a comedian, Albert Kirshner, known throughout New York City's hotspot rooms, like my bedroom, part of the gym, back to my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And with me today, I have the greatest comedian in the city, Ben motherfucking Katzner. Say hi, Ben. What's up? I am not a comedian. I am a lone billionaire living in an island I'm, <laughs> i am broadcasting from an unknown location uh sitting on a throne made of the bones of my enemies uh so good to be here i and do this... uh... go ahead sometimes i do a podcast on skype and you can change your background really easily and i always choose to, like there's one that just looks like a way nicer apartment yeah <laughs> like this is cool i feel like a human I was hoping one of the backgrounds was you on a throne of bones of your enemies. That That's something we could do. We could I'm not sure if I have enough enemies yet to make a comfortable chair. It'd be like you a don't, stool. Either, yeah, you either need a lot of little enemies or one big one. You know? <laughs> I picked a fight with an elephant. Now I got a sick chair. <laughs> Perfect. Who are we burning uh, today, Ben? Well, we are... First of all, you, you and show the pod. For those who don't know what this is, Again, Burn Your Heroes, this podcast where we burn uh, people that we like, people that you like. Uh, just know we're going to meander. We're going to talk about some other bullshit. Don't come after us, all right? I don't want to get any hot emails from anybody being like, you said you were talking about B. Arthur, and then you talked about how you were both crying on Tuesday. Well, that's part of it, all <laughs> right? So much podcast format PTSD. What happened to you? I think it's important to let people know what this is <laughs> because not everybody <laughs> is always here, and we definitely forget what this is sometimes uh so yes uh but whatever but today we are burning the one the only Dwayne Carter Jr. Lil Wayne Dwayne Michael Carter if you're the police <laughs> yeah if you're if you're a cop which he would probably be friends with you so that's the whole thing. <laughs> we'll get He's... into that He's gotten arrested twice for a gun charge under pretty lame ass conditions. Like he played a show in New York, so the cops just went like, "Oh, we smelled weed on the bus. We're gonna search you." I learned today. Yeah. I learned about the uh, rap police. What's up? I don't like what. <laughs> it's just like what I don't know. A lot of this is coming from white music industry people, sure. um, who are like, "Yeah, there's like." parts of like there's a few big rap venues and when big stars are coming to town there's part of the nypd that'll go and see if they can get them in trouble or like figure out like oh look well, there's weed here we can bust them if we have something um what is and this, that's a fucking 1986 nwa documentary what are you talking <laughs> about i've never heard of this in my entire life yeah so that's what happened he was like got booked at a big venue and then they went like oh it smelled weed coming out of his uh tour bus and they used that to search uh, the entire tour bus and found a gun Registered to his manager, but he was technically closer to the gun, so they gave it. They put the charges on him, and he took them. Interesting. That's a nice, that's <laughs> nice of him. What a good get. He's like, you're not going to get a raise this year, but I will take this gun charge for you. <laughs> yeah. The two times he's been arrested for this gun charge, he has been very quick to be like to own up to it, despite whether it's his or not. The second one is definitely his, but he had like he never like put up much of a fuss about like trying to fight it you know how do you um, feel about that you're saying that like that's a good thing i think that's stupid i think, I think the first one is if you death. know that your manager has a gun i think it's cool to not throw him under the bus um the second one is like i would fight the conditions of why they were searched that's i think like you should fight that because that's stupid okay i think we so let's talk real quick see this is why it's important for us yeah to i've seen this <laughs> um but so tell people about your musical background because you you're not like a huge you're not like a hip-hop well you might be now but you didn't start out like being like a hip-hop guy really right? not even now honestly i am uh, <laughs> people can't completely. see the look on your face you were so disgusting like <laughs> it's trash music and they're trash people i, I give it a shot once a year and it's just not it doesn't work out i just like i don't stick to it but i uh my relationship with Lil Wayne specifically started when I when I, I grew up in the woods and then I knew I wanted to live in a city somewhere. So like right. my last senior year of high school, I picked up two jobs, saved a bunch of money and moved out to Seattle. And oh like everything God. in my life I do, I procrastinate all the important stuff. So finding a roommate, I just like a month before I left, I went to roommates.com, messaged a person and she was like, all right, cool. And I moved in with her and she was like a mid thirties lady in finance who her life was going to the club on the weekends 
dancing with a dude and bringing him home and he would live with us for until they broke up yes i love it first yeah. of all shout out to roommates.com roommates.com uh, another one of the shows we're trying to get we're desperately trying to get sponsors <laughs> so if you still exist sponsor us. i think craigslist buried them pretty hard but um it was insane you know because you like walk at, and i all i did by the way was work at staples play world of warcraft and smoke weed and eat ribs for a year yeah straight. i i am struggling wait so how does that what did that have did i miss the part where you no, mentioned Lil Wayne in that? no 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 <laughs> i'm just like painting the scene a little bit first okay, okay so, so yeah, i'm never leaving my room Seattle, she's like who's living with others yeah people. and she's like you're the she kept telling me how much of a great roommate i was and i had no context for what the roommate relationship should be or what it's like to live outside of your parents house so i was like this is normal and they right. would like whoever she date they would fight like so hard uh, cops would get called all the time right. she's she like, like you're a great roommate you haven't punched a hole in the wall yeah, i don't exist i hide in my room the whole time getting high and quietly yeah, i barely exist York, i'm like the best that. roommate yo i got so good at that here <laughs> <laughs> um and then you know like i would go out in the morning to get breakfast and there would be like the biggest man i've ever seen in his underwear cooking breakfast like hey and I'm like, cool. Can I have some eggs? And that guy was cool. He gave me eggs. And what then one day, hilarious. Just the idea. What a comically stereotypical like. Like, you wake up and a guy with his dong hanging out, making bacon and eggs for you, and being like, "Yeah, I guess this is just what it's like to live on your yeah. own." You yeah. know, you like, can't go to sleep at night because you hear your roommate getting railed harder than you still heard anyone ever get railed. <laughs> 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 uh, like oh i get i get she has a type and i get why because yeah. she gets fucked to pieces every night so it wasn't all bad is what you're saying Perfect. <laughs> for her Perfect. sure it sounds great it was tumultuous but she got like you know it was very much vibrant she had lived a vibrant life Hell um yeah. and then one of the dudes was just like because that dude who kept breakfast like he had a life so he had shit to go do this other dude like even he, he just lived with us and he would get high and we would get high together and he would talk about how he almost made it into the seahawks and he's going to try again as soon as he stops smoking weed. You know, Shit, like weed, I know weed conversations. I, I truly might know this guy. <laughs> oh, really? That sounds so um, familiar. And then he would just play, you know, Madden. I'll go play World of Warcraft. But the amount of times he would wake me up to fucking blasting Lil Wayne. Just okay. like it was his house. It was crazy. I, yeah. I was like, the nightclub scene is wild. Is it just dudes looking to find, like, successful women to live with for a few months? I love that. Honestly someone just coming in you had a dad like you went to seattle and you had a dad no that's i had a dad. series of stepdads yeah okay that's better you're right you're totally we were just right. like i fucked your mom good enough i own this house now and you're like oh shit. <laughs> i guess i have to wake up to little wayne blasted right. every morning it was i i hated it i like it made me loathe his music and now oh, i never okay. gave him a fair chance because it was just like sure. the context in which i was hearing it was so violent i'm like fuck this fuck whoever's singing right now fuck right this. um so that's where i like, started I, with him yeah so you you mentally associate little wayne with strangers telling you to wash your ass before breakfast like, you <laughs> yeah i'm like you're not my dad. Knee. come on <laughs> you're not my dad i'm technically a regular guy who lives here <laughs> Like, boy, I, I could have fucking played in the league. Oh you think God. I'm going to put up with your bullshit? Get the fuck <laughs> out here. Eat up. Your mother's... You Look at what you're doing to your mother. You're like, that is my roommate. We share... We pay rent here. What are you talking about? Why You've known you? her for a weekend. <laughs> you, I guarantee 50 bucks, you couldn't name her right now. To her face. You could not name this woman. Uh, this is you. Oh, okay, talking to the guy. I was like... Sorry, I got for a second, in the moment. <laughs> for a second, I was like, oh, wait, could I? <laughs> no, I remember her. That was an aggressive... Yeah, that felt like an aggressive <laughs> challenge to you, but that was you aggressively... Dude, no, none of those guys remember her. Other than... I don't know, unless they maybe never had someone else just, like, take them in that much. I was still blown away by... I'm like... Out of all that shit that I've like, now I'm grown up and experienced more stuff. That's still the part that just baffles me is that women will like dance with a guy. I'm like, all right, you can live in my house until we don't like each other. Right. I'm like one night. I wow. I've never had that much of an impact on someone. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Um, <laughs> my experience with uh, Wheezy F Baby, if you will, uh, is uh, not the same. Uh, I just saw a music video with him once. It was less traumatic than what you're talking <laughs> about i think you know i heard some music early on i was probably yeah how old are you uh maybe it was like like late junior high mid high school era okay like i think some of his first shit came out in like the late nine like 97 or some shit um so i i didn't catch much of that but like you know 2000 
2003, 2006, whatever, like that was when I started hearing him more. And then the older I got, the further I got away from like middle school, because I was like just railing to, I don't know. I was going to say railing against the system, but then I, I almost just said railing hard. And then it just felt too much like what you were saying. <laughs> I was just railing this woman in Seattle. So hard. Her annoying wait, ass room, like, wait, would you make me eggs one morning? <laughs> You're like, put on a pair of tidy whities I want to see what you look like. You seem familiar to me. Oh, uh, God. But, so I, I was like, I was big into like new metal for a while. And Fuck then yeah. I got into like backpack rap. And then I got into actual hip hop. So like a, rap. Not actual hip hop. What's backpack rap? Um, so like the, Kanye, I guess, was technically a backpacker, but like before that it would be like I think like De La Soul or like Diggable Planets or like if you're not if you're not a if you're not a hip hop person, none of these names <laughs> like a, like Tribe Called Quest or okay. any of that shit. Okay. A little bit know, of there. Tribe Called Quest, I feel like is definitely backpacker. I've done like I've put in effort. Like, I realized at one point, I think when I was 21, that I had missed, like, all black music. That feels racial. I'm kidding. I was going to, I was like, that's racist. But I'm like, we're too good of friends for me to say that. Well, like, you know, because, like, in high school, at those ages you were talking about, as soon as I found out about going to see live music, I gave up completely on the radio. So anything sure. I like, and I had this like really douchiness thing where you're like, if you've heard about her already, it's not good. If it's not sure. in, like above a garage in Meadville, then it's not good music. So I would just go see the live bands I could go see. And I like had got so focused into that for so long that I had just missed like entire genres of music. So when I was 21, I started like, all right, putting active effort into going to find music I liked that wasn't just thrown at me in my yard. Kinda. It is so, yeah. And this is not a judgment Thing. this is more despite I, the fact that judge I just, me all you want like, i'm way harder on myself <laughs> just the, just despite the fact that i was like you're racist uh this is not a judgment thing it is so hard to miss black artists i feel like like in so many genres there are black people that, there's never enough but there's like a lot more than you think like whether it's you know hip-hop or even i guess sure like punk whatever but like even like bad brains or whatever you know like yeah there's still people well once so i started so spreading out and like oh you're like if you actually look at some of the bait like if i ever went bothered to look at pictures of the bands i was into some of them had black dudes in it sure, sure. do you ever listen to seven dust or was that too shitty seven not really seven yeah i knew about them metal. i was like meh meh i was like oh that's i was over i was like pretending to be over warp tour while just loving different parts of warp tour <laughs> you know like one well, above war that was like a big i think that's warp tour culture is just being like the bands you went to see are good and everyone else sucks you're like right well it's all the same none of this matters that much oh, um yeah. so we like, yes oh go ahead no no i don't know i didn't really have anything <laughs> yeah i was just gonna start talking to see what else. uh so i mean we had different experiences but so eventually you said you got older and you like came around was there ever do you have any little lane shit that you do fuck with anything that does resonate with you like to me once i kind of started listening to it more like i mean he took over i swear to god he like took over my life for like six years or something like he was on every song they were all fucking bangers he was on every song holy shit people were paying him a hundred thousand dollars to come and uh and be on their songs yeah, which I, you know, I have to imagine helped set a standard if it didn't. I don't know if it made the standard, but I definitely I'm sure people now are like, thanks, fucking Wheezy. His for impact on music is like, I mean, watching this documentary had made me feel so bad about myself. Like being an artist in, in any way, you're like, well, OK, fine. I'm probably not going to be getting Grammys. I don't put in <laughs> the, the work he does. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. It'd be cool to get a Grammy for a comedy album. But uh, just his obscene work ethic is awesome. It was really cool. Just you're like, oh, okay. Well, you're the guy setting the standard for the four thousand hour work week, <laughs> right? And what's funny though, like as hard as he would go as a musician, he was also really partying. Like really, yeah. In the in the rapper way of partying, where it's like, yeah, we're gonna be in the studio for like. 12 hours so you know i guess we might as well get some girls here we might as well get some smoke we might as well start drinking lean. like he was you know into lean and shit and like i'm like how do you function i took three ibuprofen today and i'm fucked up okay 
This guy's drinking lean, dude, dude. gallons of lean, and just like, yeah. <laughs> First of all, reading articles about that is super funny because of like people in other worlds describing lean is hilarious. <laughs> One person yeah. called it a concoction called purple drink. <laughs> anybody out of that? Anybody who's oh purple drink feels like the N word to me. Straight up, <laughs> it does. I know it's not. I know that's irrational, <laughs> but I that is nails on a chest. Ooh, what you got there, brother? Some purple drink that really feels like a concoction to too. Something about that concoction. really threw me. I like that word. It was a great like interview though in this documentary when they're like this guy that he keeps getting interviewed by. Um, he's like a lot of this is the UK music industry for some reason, and there's this guy from the UK music industry interviews him like 20 times in this doc. And the one part he's like, "Hey man, it's, we're really happy that you finally put the glass down." He's like, "Not only do you not know what's in my glass, but also I got four Grammys while drinking lean." What did you right. like? <laughs> I, like I've only been reinforced to drink it now. Right. People are like, oh, "I'm so worried about you. You're dominating music while high." <laughs> you're like, yeah, it, it's one of those things where you're like, "Yeah, you're right. You are crushing, but we do see how this is. You're like wasting away. Like you are not a human being. I mean, he literally has. He says shit like, "I am not a human being." And it's like, yeah, you're not because your blood is being transfused with cough syrup. <laughs> Like it's different where you are compared you know, it's to the rest. Funny of to me because I feel like that had to have come out of not having access to fun drugs. Like the origin of lean of cough syrup has to come at like for me. It seems like when my friends and I would would try that, it was like, well, we're, we can't do. My buddies in the military and they're going to test for these known drugs, so we're going to find weird ass ways to get high. And that's like to be like a billionaire and still be like, no, this is my preferred drug of choice. I like how it makes you feel. It cracks me up. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which is more depressing: him being a billionaire and doing lean, or you being like your, oh, your friend being like, I have "They're gonna drug thing. test us, so we got to do this." Oh That's man, wild. I'll get, it's definitely that one because I spent a spring break going to Nevada, a small shitty town in Nevada, to do cough syrup and just nutmeg and a bunch of other weird bullshit. I'm sorry, nutmeg? You said? Yeah, if you eat like two tablespoons of nutmeg, you're gonna dehydrate like crazy, but then you'll be like like weed high off your ass for like 12 hours i am shocked at what you just told me. i've <laughs> never in my life heard that that is that feels like some shit from where i'm from where you're like well oh, yeah. you know if the liquor store is closed and gary doesn't have his new <laughs> batch of meth you could always just try to put some <laughs> nutmeg up your ass or whatever like that that feels like. yeah i'm very aware of how disgusting and <laughs> cartoonish that is but also That's hilarious um it was funny because yeah. we're like it didn't really work that night so we just smoked a bowl and went to bed and then just woke up i'm sorry you had high. weed you yeah, had a little weed, weed. <laughs> you're like oh, <laughs> you're like you guys uh want to take a hit of this or like uh-uh we got something a little bit more <laughs> after a while you get into it. the trying new stuff you know <laughs> We're like this didn't deep. work what a disappointing night we went to bed and the whole next day it was like this worked too much that's crazy. Too much. We went to Taco Bell and each ordered a box of ten tacos and housed them within ten minutes. It was just cartoonish, with no saliva in your mouth at all. None. It was so dry. Up. Oh my! My blood red eyes just because my eyeballs were sand. If I went to a party and someone and there was weed sitting there and someone's like, "No, no, no, fuck all that. We got nutmeg." I would burn <laughs> the house down. I would burn You're down. You're also mistaking this for a party. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. In no way a party. This was as depressing as you need it to be. Okay, that's valid. Um, so yeah, for but I guess walking back a little bit, Lil Wayne has been around forever. Started when he was fourteen, uh, was with Hot Boys for a while. Uh, like has been rap when he was like his legend is so amazing that it, it you could start at any point and you'll be like, oh, that's crazy. Like, yeah. oh wait. He got shot when he was 12 or whatever. He shot himself, but he got, you know, <laughs> survived. He survived that. Wait, did he accidentally shoot himself publicly or did he get shot and told, told everyone he got shot and then they found out he did it to himself? He was it a manufactured I don't know if he or told everybody he got shot? He, he, it's a self, it was a self inflicted gunshot wound. He told everyone that it was an accident, but later, a uh, little bit of a bummer, bummer here. Uh, he, I guess he had like allegedly tried to like commit suicide or something because oh. which is, it's, it's a little wild. The Wikipedia page says that it was because 
he was like told his mom wanted him to stop rapping or something, but I'm sure I'm hoping it was a little bit deeper than that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, Hey, it, I'm not here to judge how, for whatever reason, anyone wants to kill themselves. I totally <laughs> um, I'm going to blow my brains out. Cause I just told the world I did nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Honestly, that's pretty valid, but he was like a good student and stuff, which is so funny. Yeah, I, yeah, never, yeah. I never, I huh. never, I didn't realize that, but then started rapping young and then like, he just, rap, started rapping when he was nine. Not yeah, like right. not making money and stuff off of it, but like he right. started like doing it at fucking nine. That's insane. Right. And then you know, Birdman gets gets in there, gets him like gets some hot boys, I think. Whatever, yeah. it gets him in all these. He's just like rising up through the rap game. And then I so he's got a shit ton of mixtapes. He's got a bunch of albums, whatever. I kind of stumbled upon him around the Carter Three era, like maybe between Carter Two, Carter Three. Where he I haven't these, even got there yet in my research. Oh my god, it, yeah. it's it's truly like Carter Three is like if you remember like a lollipop and all this shit. Like back in the day, it was amazing. Like it's pop, hip hop, whatever type shit, but it was good. But then you go back, and I remember um, Carter Two. Uh, there was a song that's like <laughs> literally the chorus is just like "fuck bitches, get money." And I remember like posting that as like a Facebook status every <laughs> weekend or whatever. And just That's like so whenever funny. I was in a bad mood, uh, I would just, I'd just be like, "Yeah, man, fuck all this shit, fuck bitches, get money." And people would be like, "Hey, man, you're not this person. Like, good luck. <laughs> like, I, I see what you're doing. I like the song. Uh, you put the music notes in your status, so we know it's a song. But know that you are not this person. Like, <laughs> you can see right through you. You are definitely a love women, don't yeah. have any money kind of guy. So, like, I love my guys. mom, and she pays my allowance. <laughs> and like but he he just had so many fucking bangers and like his mixtapes were big i just being in a car and lil wayne would come on it was like the best feeling ever from late high school to throughout college to now like you put on a certain song i'll just like go back to a place you know and not a lot well, i i always have an appreciation for artists that can do that for me. so like in that way i do fucking love this guy however he is a fucking dumbass, and I think it's <laughs> important to talk about that. I think my a big part of that. I mean, I'm just throwing. I think a lot of people do this. So you just like project what you think is happening onto him. But sure. I think like growing up on tour buses since you were 11, it's going to be hard to be a reasonable adult. I think I think you're. That's part of it, but you also have to understand where he came from was a bad place, like in yeah. New Orleans. He was like he lived a fucked up life. Like he think about like he shot himself when he was twelve, so, which means that was when he was he twelve. Access, Jesus. Yeah, over, yeah, twelve, and then I think he started with the rap group in fourteen. So he had like easy access so, to a gun when he was twelve. Exactly. So guns were just around. His his stepfather. Like, so he funny because like real dad. We had guns just as available, but it was in like a way less of a uh, this is a rough area vibe and more of like oh, we're gonna teach you how to kill deer. Sure. <laughs> But I don't, I don't, I think no matter what, if you're a kid and you're like, I know exactly where to go right now to get a gun that, and like a loaded gun or like I can load it, there's a little bit of fucked up this in whatever circle, even if it's for, for sure. shooting deer to be like, oh, you're just, you're making sure that I know that death is always right there if I want, like to an animal, to a person, whatever. Like oh, yeah. there's something, it doesn't matter where you're from, that's fucked up to me. But, and you know, I still, but I'll shoot fucking targets or whatever i don't care but um so he that he had all that his stepdad who he did fuck with was like once one night he just was like out at a club and i think he got abducted and they just like killed him and dumped his body jesus and then, christ so like as a kid that's the life and world you're living in right he doesn't fuck with his real dad his stepdad is this person that means a lot to him but you're also in a part of town where people are like, yeah, we'll just kill you. Like, whatever the beef was. I don't even know what the beef was. It's like, yeah, we're going to kill your dad. Sorry. Uh, good luck with a rap career, buddy. We love your stuff. <laughs> you know, like, that's fucking crazy. So you that have that. Insane. And then you have the tour bus stuff that you're saying and, like, being famous and all this stuff. And it is just insane to me that people live life. Like, it's crazy to come out of that stuff and get to a level to be successful and then it's like, yeah, you're never going to live a normal life after you come out of a place like that or have success. Yeah, I would say every opinion he has publicly comes with a huge asterisk. 
Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like, all right. Yes, he's pro Trump, but also look at his life. <laughs> yeah, and he would say, "What's an asterisk?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has, but he has like this very American thing of guys who have made it in America who were like, "Fuck you, this is my business." Right. Um, where he's like got a lot of parallels to Trump in his mentality around his money well, and look, opinions. Let's talk. Let's talk about. It. He is a he is a Trump supporter. Um, I don't think he voted for Trump because legally I don't think he could. Uh, but he definitely yeah he couldn't because of the felony. He, he rocks with Trump, and this is when I first heard this, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. But then I was like, no, it does make sense because for the record. <laughs> Donald Trump did pardon him, you know. And he like, did pardon him for that second one. We yeah. like I couldn't find an answer on that. I just got to the point where he was like, they're gonna try and get a pardon from him before he leaves office. So, and like that's crazy. He he got one. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, do you know what that that gun was that he that part that thing he needed a pardon for was because no. as a Father's Day gift, someone gave him a gold plated 1911. I mean. It's not a bad gift. <laughs> it's like fucking. Put it on a chain. Cool I like about it. that. <laughs> so yeah, so he got he got yeah he got pardoned and um, you know because Trump was like passing out pardons at one point like you guys were passing out nutmeg. At oh, selling them. There's a Roger Stern thing came out. There was like two hundred ish k to get a to get a pardon from Trump. Well, there you go. So so he got he got that and it's like I to that point I like I guess I do like. At least there's a through line and thread of being like, wait, why would you like this person? But okay, he did save your life. Like I get it. It's like we all have a shitty like. So there is a uh, there was a New York comedian who everybody here hates. He's not here. He moved to like Florida or something. Everybody here hates, right? And uh, I'm like, I also hate this guy. He see he's turned out to be a shitty person. He's manipulative. He's sociopath mean to women all this stuff bad just a bad person abusive whatever and then i'm like he also did save me from getting stabbed one night like Whoa. i will i do have to so really? like, so that's my version of the little wayne trump pardon where i'm like yeah this nigga sucks but like he did stop me from bleeding out in long island city you know what, what I mean? the fuck happened uh also i'm saying stab but i don't know if he had he had like a sharp piece of wood so we were walking from the creek in the cave which is a comedy club in new york for anyone who doesn't know it doesn't exist anymore but um we were i lived in sunnyside and so which is like a 20 minute walk or whatever from the creek it's very late so me and this other person who kind of lived by me were like oh we'll just walk home fuck it the train takes too long and then we were walking and this like just just a bad element you could just feel the badness in his the whitest thing i've ever heard you say <laughs> and but it's it's a he he, he just was he had that rigmarole rough and tumble attitude about him you could see it oh yeah he, i've been mugged at knife point i no longer i no longer give people the benefit of the doubt if you look or, scary yeah. i'm fucking i'm giving you distance i'm just done if you, <laughs> if you look like you're angry and you don't give a fuck i'm just i'm not gonna risk it again yeah so it was one of those it, it wasn't he wasn't scary but you could tell he was off and you're like i don't we don't want to be around this like we are far enough ahead of this person where like it shouldn't be a problem but this person was speeding up and like trying to walk toward you could tell he's like trying to catch up to us and whatever Fuck. and this comedian like digs into his bag and like starts fumbling around he's got a knife in there which <laughs> i'm like all right that's not Okay, we'll talk about that later, but like that's fine. Uh, he has a knife in there, and then the guy is like, sees him digging around his bag. He doesn't know what he's digging for, so he's like, "All right, fuck this." Crosses the street, and then I kid you not, thirty seconds later, we hear like crack, and like he's hit some person over the head with like a piece of ply, like a piece, big piece of wood or something. Holy shit! Like a sharp fiberglass. I don't know what it was. But he was like kicking somebody's ass, like to go to an ATM and get him some money, and like it was really weird. And I was like, "Oh, that could have been us!" Like we we were like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" We hopped on this bus that was coming. I can't remember. I think he called the cops. But uh, so just like the act of him like reaching for his bag and having yes. some sort of defense, right? Made you not the target for that moment. That made us not the target. And I'm like, I took that walk all the time. 
I'm like, I usually take it by myself. That could have been like, who knows? But this guy literally stopped me. I, you know, who knows if I would have died or whatever, but like stopped me from getting attacked. And I was like, yeah, this dude sucks, but he was good in a pinch. I'll be honest. Like, he, did, <laughs> he did help me out. And that part of, part of Lil Wayne shit, that's what Trump is to Lil Wayne, where it's just like, look, I'm not going to call him my friend. But, like, if you're going to help me out, yeah, I'll take a picture or two with you. You know what I mean? So I projected a whole thing of, like, we're the heads of empires. So there's, like, more camaraderie between me, us. Hilarious. (laughs) Rich dudes like each other more than they like poor people. That's what I always assume. It seems so American to me of, like, I fucking made it. I have an empire. This guy made it in the fact that he was born to a rich dude <laughs> you were like you're like they got into a room and they saw each other and they were like brother this is it's good to see you <laughs> and i'm like no he got him out of jail or like he kept him, he <laughs> yeah. cleared his record or whatever you know what i mean that's so funny you're very optimistic that's very kind of you also i think he fucks with trump because he's flat out said uh he doesn't believe America is racist, just like every politician. Out yeah, there. he 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 was like, "Black Lives Matter doesn't really mean whatever." Whatever he said, I don't. I I just know he was not into it. But that was yeah. like around Mike Brown and Trayvon Martin. That's crazy uh, to even Jesus. have that opinion yeah. to be like, I don't know what this stuff's. What are they even yelling about? It's like I don't know, Lil Wayne. People who look like you who didn't have a chance to grow up in rap are dying. That's what we're upset about. And I think that's so where I was getting like, crazy. oh, he's like a rich guy thing was because he was like, well, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't affect me. That's like he kept saying that when it was coming that's up to the that, stuff like that. And I was right. like, that feels like a rich guy opinion. That feels like a, that I a made a bunch of money opinion. and I'm insane now. And that's like, I'm disconnected from everyone. I'm free. I have a, I fly in my own jet. That sounds like yeah. a guy who flies on his own jet. There, there was a time in his life pre him getting skateboarded, like becoming a skateboarder where he was like rap Elon Musk, where he would just say (laughs) shit. You're like, I have so much money that normal life doesn't affect me. So I don't know. Here's this knowledge. And then complete Kanye did it too. all these, like all these people do it where they're so rich and so successful that they forget that they are still human beings. That they they didn't they weren't born into this shit. Yeah, like they used to be actual people. And, and their empires are built off the backs of these people, of like everybody else. Like you're right. only a, like this rich because people buy your music. Right. And you're it's like, a it's a it's a crazy yeah it's a crazy thing where it's like no no I love all my fans I love all my fans thank you so much for supporting me but like. Yeah, if you're getting gun downs in the street, like just don't make it cute. Like, don't have a catchphrase. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You sound stupid. I love your music, but I cannot stand your words. You are insane to me right now. Uh, but and he he also was like, when I shot when I shot myself, it was a white cop who saved me. I'm like, okay, that's because they didn't let black cops on the force. Like, what are you even talking about? So why are you the race of the cop in that particular scenario doesn't it's so it's such a yeah it didn't erase like everything that's happening just because so, uh, he's got blinders on where it's like well if if i didn't see it, it and it didn't happen to me it must not be real it's like that is the dumbest oldest rich white guy opinion <laughs> that you could possibly those blinders have. are formed by having immense wealth and being sub being like exactly. reinforced by cash right we're like and, i don't uh, know if i'm right but people keep hawking money at me so i must right. be right every time i say stuff yeah, but it's also like I guess I can't be surprised, you know. Like the guy who's like shouting "fuck bitches, get money from the rooftops" isn't a humanitarian. <laughs> I should have saw that coming. That is on me. I won't say that. That's my bad. There's a picture. This isn't quite really. This has nothing to do with our conversation. But the funniest picture is a picture of him and a friend um, at a uh, basketball game, and they got like you know okay. the nice courtside padded seats, and the mid like they look like they're enjoying a basketball game, and there's like. You know how we were talking about Biden, like looking like he was a ghost. There's like a bunch of white couples that look like that, who look yeah. fucking miserable. Like right beside him is just a lady, just like a, just like an angry old white lady. And I'm like, why are you at this game? <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing about this seems fun for you. I was freezing at a baseball game. They like freaking 
it like dropped got way colder because it was like kind of nice during the day and i'd bring sleeves and i was still like this is fun i don't know yeah <laughs> he's got like one and of the best seats in the thing and like her and her husband are just like i fucking hate everything going to an expensive event like paying for expensive seats at a sporting event or whatever and being miserable is one of the richest things you can do it's so rich you're like <laughs> i paid to hate this <laughs> paid so and much honestly it's fine. I'm getting a raise this year. You know, like I don't, I don't care. I'm the CEO of TD Bank, and I don't give a fuck. Like that's what it all. <sighs> I fucking hate banks. I don't understand them, and I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's burn banks sometime. Let's talk about Chase. Chase was started by Nazis, and people are just fine with it. Um, yeah, I mean, Wells Fargo is like wells fargo and it's, you know, that's like, crazy it's crazy that they got to ha do what they did for that year and then put up a bunch of billboards that said our bad and people were like all right as long as you're still a block yeah. away from me i don't care i don't care well, you gotta use you gotta use credit unions it's like yeah everyone is gonna know your only fans purchases but you know i don't know they'll be they'll be chill about it when they see you getting gas you know what i mean like, it's <laughs> yeah. totally fine <laughs> New uh, credit unions are. Uh, this is not interesting at all. I was like, I'm about to go into a thing. I was like, this doesn't need to happen at all. <laughs> so we don't have to do it. Do you have anything else? Did he to... had um he had an interesting job in Rikers that I think is kind of crazy. He's like at so he was in Rikers for yes. about a year or so for that first gun charge. Um, right down the street from me. If he was <laughs> apparently he played a bunch of Uno and he used to play Uno, so he was good at it. So he would like gamble people's phone time and then just win all their phone time. <laughs> wow <laughs> which is awesome and there's snacks and stuff that's crazy <laughs> yeah. because he's rich so yeah. he can just pay he doesn't need to take anybody else he could have put a thousand dollars in everyone's commissary but he's still exactly. up there like gambling there's no way you don't get chips tonight fucker <laughs> um, they're like hey aren't you lil wayne from hip-hop royalty <laughs> and he's like Yep, that's me. Now give yep. me your fucking toilet paper. <laughs> and now you just lost the ability to call someone and tell them about it. Right. Good luck, right. asshole. I'm going to go yeah. call my kids. <laughs> You're my son's favorite rapper. It's like, well, your son's not going to be hearing about me for another week and a half. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> you want to make it four, Gary? Huh? Come on in. <laughs> so he did like, he his job at uh, Rikers was at night to do suicide watch. Which I didn't know that was a thing. Whereas, like, they'll have prisoners walk around and make sure people aren't killing themselves. And if that doesn't mean, like, if that doesn't, I don't know, prisons are already the most evil thing that we've been doing. But yeah. if that didn't, like, reinforce that of, like, no, you don't get to die. You have to sit here and be punished through this whole thing. It's so crazy to me. I'm sure it probably came from, like, a, we don't want to be responsible for a bunch of people killing themselves in cells. But that whole thing makes it is just so fucking wild and barbaric. It's so crazy to me. That's not super lane related, but it's just like a baffling thing. It's great. It, imagine how traumatic it is to be like, it's wild that they would make a prisoner do that for a multitude of reasons. One, it is just traumatic to be like, Oh, I got one. I guess I just have to live <laughs> with this now. Oh, I got two, one. There's some trauma forever. <laughs> two. What if it's, you know, what if there's some sort of shady business happening and yeah. it's like, these two people are beefing. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I just went to a cell and Derek killed himself. And it's like, <laughs> like okay, we have a video of you applauding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, you. It looks like you choked him with a sock and then <laughs> hung him up. Uh, that was graphic. Sorry. <laughs> You're That's so raw sometimes. Thing. You're so surprisingly raw sometimes. Yeah, I'm a I'm a raw daddy. That's what they call me. <laughs> raw daddy. That's what they bed. called me when I was in the joint. When I went to Rikers, I uh, was raw daddy. What, like on a field trip? Yeah, they just left me there. They're like, <laughs> we can't afford. It's a public school trip. They're like, we can't afford to take everyone back because it burns too much gas. So one of you has to stay and be on suicide watch. Raw daddy, how about you? And I was like, I'll do it. Anything for the school. <laughs> you seem tough. You have a name like Raw Daddy. <laughs> Pretty cool for a kid. <laughs> I didn't know that was a job. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. He just. It's. It, it. That's another thing that does annoy me about him, though, is that like. So you've gone to prison. You see how fucked up the system is. You see how being a person of wealth and stature and knowing the right people can get you um, out of the dregs of whatever our system is, yeah. right? But you're still sitting here and you're like, yeah, I just don't think America's racist. You know, I just don't <laughs> see it. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? 
not only were you a byproduct of America's racism, you were also kind of like complicit in it in some way. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you're taking pictures of the dude who's giving money to people who make money off of private prisons. Yeah. <laughs> like He's like, oh, so you're the guy who locked all my friends up. Cool, 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 cool. I love Yo, this. Right. You're the guy who's like, oh, you're reinforcing the idea that it's a cool thing to do for cash is to lock people up and keep them locked up as much as possible so you can make money. Here's a picture of us being friends. Right. That's so heinous. He also did the thing that I fucking hate is when like people then publicly find God and then are still terrible. Like I, I'm just so tired of like, cause he like, he read a bunch of, he read the Bible, the Quran, a bunch of spiritual texts and then came out and got like really God heavy, but then also like, wasn't a better person at all. <laughs> you know, sure. just like, I don't know. It's just a, it's like a branding thing. Here's what I'll say. It made his last album better. Okay. Yeah? So I, <laughs> all right. Thank you, God. All right. You know what I mean? I don't really believe in you that much, but <laughs> if you're there, you gave him some bars and I do appreciate that. <laughs> I do like the idea of like, okay, if God is real, I used to have this thing where you're like, it's got to be something ethereal and bigger and more interesting than people say. But over the years, like, no, this world's bad enough. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like a shitty dude. <laughs> it's that just like a, a horny, angry old man. He's like, I'm pissed at you guys. And I don't really remember why. Right. It's Y'all just, gonna get punished. It's just me or you up there. Just being like, yeah, yeah I have this vague re recollection of being upset with you guys. And I just <laughs> forgot. Might be. Sorry Whoops. about that. Sorry about all the suffering. Oh, you guys are still here? I was distracted yeah. on my phone. I was paying attention to something else. I didn't know humanity was still struggling to thrive. Hey, did you guys ever listen to Lil Wayne? I was really proud of that. I just never I never got back around <laughs> to it. Um no, like I do have a question about image with artists like this. Cause he like I don't think know if he consciously like cultivated an image, like the diamond teeth thing. And stuff but like he did like add these elements to it over the year and almost became like a character and i wonder if he's just like absorbed by that you are fascinating to me you're you're thinking about this stuff in a way you're like truly in a way of like someone who just has never had any like interaction with like hip-hop culture or whatever i'm just you're like <laughs> that's what kinda, are, what do yeah. the grills signify and i'm like Doug. <laughs> There's literally a rapper with a jewel in his forehead right now. What is it? It's just yeah, but you're like, okay, you do that thing, and then they become like tangible steps towards becoming that thing that you're iconizing. You're like, I'm a crazy guy with diamonds in my teeth, and then for a while, you're a crazy guy with diamonds in your teeth. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's like whatever. I, I just think I just think that's such a beautifully. You're like a little baby, and I'm like, <laughs> Albert, we're gonna listen to rap today, and you're like. Oh, what is this? <laughs> you're just like whoa these teeth are shiny <laughs> i just think it's so funny to be you're just, i didn't i didn't realize you were this level of, of uh not interacting with it so th that's just a fun thing for us and that's yeah. not, i'm not trying to shit on you you're oh like, if i was worried about that i would have hit that from you i'd be right. like i don't know i've loved rap forever <laughs> like i don't know man i've listened to what i listen to i'm done caring about what other people think about it I'm you just, just have such a positive like. outlook on a thing that everyone is so jaded about that it's so beautiful <laughs> did well, you um i don't know did you come did you have a scale at all did you work did you do a scale for this no i don't have okay. a scale ready but I do, <laughs> I do like, um, okay, you go first. Okay. You got a scale. I might still, this, if this steps on your toes, you might have to redo this. So okay. scale of one to 10, we're deciding how shitty Lil Wayne is, right? Um, one, not shitty at all. Honestly, probably a nice guy. Wouldn't mind living next to him. Wouldn't let him date my daughter, but whatever. <laughs> uh, 10. In fact, you think you have a say in who your daughter dates says a lot about you. Yeah, I listen I listen to rap. TI <laughs> checks his daughter's hymen. What do you think I think about? My Jesus daughter? Christ. <laughs> that shouldn't be legal. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. We would we could do a TI episode. We should have just done like a hip hop like 2000s era hip. Maybe maybe we re-record this and we do 2000. No, you can't cuz you don't know any of these people. TI <laughs> yeah. is also bad. It's fine. That's all you okay. need. Okay. And I used to like him. Now I'm like, I don't think I, I don't think you should be around kids. Um, so one is fine. Ten being the worst. So one for me is you're walking down the street and you, you're tying your shoe. And when you look down to tie your shoe, you see a 
Lil Wayne brand unopened box containing a signature Lil Wayne grill, okay? So you're like, ooh, I could have golden shiny teeth too, just like Wheezy, right? That's a one. Like, that's nice. That's not bad. 10 being the worst is you, like me, you're walking home from a comedy club late at night. You get mugged. And as you're on the ground, the person's like, you know what? I've always wanted a grill. Give me your teeth. And they <laughs> take your teeth out and they turn it into a human grill. They just put, they're like, I don't really know how it works and I don't got a lot of money. So I'm just putting your teeth on top of my teeth. Give me your wallet. Like, that's a 10. This is that guy a week later at a party and me meeting him like, whoa, man, your front teeth look great. Yeah. Dude, you got fat teeth bro <laughs> uh so i think on that scale of one to ten lil wayne is you know what's funny is a lot of a lot of times i'm like i don't know did they kill anybody i'm i'm not i'm pretty sure i'm sure he shot at people he might have killed someone uh and yet it doesn't bother me that much so i think lil wayne I hate his politics. I hate who he is, but he's such a great rapper. And, uh, you know, I haven't heard anything horrible about him. So I'm on a scale of one to 10. I'm good. I'm, he's low end for me. I'm calling him a four. Wow. Calling him a four. I love the way the scale of one to 10, but realistically, it's a four to six. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, 100%. He did start a foundation uh, around the area that he grew up in. I don't know if that ended up being good or not, but he did like. I wish you would have said that before I did my scale. <laughs> you throw him down to a three, a rare you three. Fucking, you let me do my whole <laughs> teeth on teeth grill bit. And you're like, oh, he's really nice to kids. Um, okay, so my scale is gonna be it's gonna be confusing, but it's gonna be images that you like ways that you turn yourself into an icon rather than just a person doing art. Right? Yeah. So this, one, already, this is confusing. I love it. One is wearing a t-shirt with your name on it every time you perform. Okay. Like the lowest great. level of that. I know a, I, I know that. I know a comedian who does this. He has a hundred shirts that have his name on it, his like comedy name on it. And every time he does stand up anywhere, he's showing up wearing his shirt. I think that's the lowest version, the most mild version, and the highest version of is inserting not a grill, inserting diamonds into your teeth. Those aren't removable. Those are like attached to his enamel. That's yeah. the high. Like, I think to me, that's like, uh, like, oh, I'm going to be this. Okay. Um, it's like a commitment to like, oh, I have to rap forever because I, it's going to be. I think, I think people do that. I really do think that's a real thing that people have done. I feel he like I've it. seen that. But so, like, have you ever seen, I feel like I've seen a normal person with like a diamond in their tooth or something. Really? I, I feel like I guess that. I could see that like in Williamsburg, someone has like one and then a giant cowboy hat and like nose weird, like nose piercing. I could see that. I don't okay. think I have seen it. But now that you're saying like, I could see that. But ways that you're like taking, OK, fine, then we'll do the worst one is being like, all right, wearing your T-shirt to tattooing 69 on your face 50 times. There you go. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, got it. Okay, Perfect. Cool. Right? That's like a middle to the bit. <laughs> we'll yes. call it. We'll call being a rapper a bit. And that's committing to the bit the hardest. Sure. So where do you think he is on that scale? Weirdly, because like you get, I got such a small peek into his arc. I'm just like, so the shittiness I've heard of only comes mostly from you and like recent news stuff. Right. I don't think his crime stuff really weighs that heavy on me. You know, like having a gun near you when you came out of a, a bad neighborhood is not crazy to me. Um, not having actively like publicly murdered people is probably good. Um, and doing yeah. drugs is nothing to me. I everyone should be doing drugs, not all the time, yeah. but do some drugs. Grow up, it's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this our this sponsor Disney not gonna like that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I guess we just got a new sponsor. It's drugs. Um, I'm gonna give them though uh, a six. I'm gonna go on the other side of it because wow. of like how Racial. much of an empire. Because I'm just a racist. <laughs> <laughs> how much of an empire he's built over so long and how little he's done back. Mm. Like, I mean, he's did some cool stuff to musicians. Like he's elevated some, a lot of music, yeah, uh, which I, mean, I think is cool. Him, like we wouldn't have like Drake, Nicki Minaj. We wouldn't have 
other I mean, titans of music know. now, I guess. Like, I don't know. I, I judge if something's a titan by how much I hear about him at a party. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, so who's a titan of music to you? I'll tell you, yeah, Drake. Okay. I have uh, every guy, like, anytime music is brought up, his name gets brought up. He's like, okay. So he is elevated musicians like crazy. And he was elevated yes. by a musician, which, which I had a story, by the way, the, uh, is it Birdman? Yeah. Yeah. That story is really cool. You know how he got in with him? when he was like nine or 10, he just called him and left him voicemails every day saying, I want to rap. I want to rap. Here's some raps. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine like every time you come home, you put on your answer machine and just like a child rapping at you. You're like again, every single day. All right, fine. Yeah. I'll sign you. I'd change. Yeah. I'd change my number. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, but you. he didn't. He fucking signed him. I would pay people your own them. age to beat your ass. Stop <laughs> calling me. Get out of here. That is maybe I now want to become rich so I can do that. I want to find kids <laughs> that are terrible and then pay kids their age to beat the shit out of them. So I'm giving him a six. Okay, um, that's okay. Yeah, I'll take it away. Do I? I think. Yeah, I don't think he deserves the burn. I'll say that. Even though I'm, I am sure he is. If you're a religious person, has he committed mortal sins? Sure, but does that bother me? Not at all. No. I don't. I do hate who he is right now as a human person. I love most of his music. So I don't think he deserves the burn. I will say, you know, if there's anything he could do, you told me that thing of working with kids, that's redeeming. I do like that. I think a thing he could do to redeem himself to me, though, is I want him to do an album with Kanye, okay? I want him and Kanye West to collab. I want them to be in the studio, work tirelessly for, like, six months just to like really just make this beautiful piece of art and then while they're in the studio like the last day they're in the studio i want him to turn to kanye and cut his tongue out and cut his hands off so he can never tweet or talk again that would redeem does he cut kanye's hands off and tongue Yes. Okay. He doesn't turn to Kanye and go, watch this motherfucker and cut off his own tongue in front of him. <laughs> and then Kanye tweets, uh, no. you know what? I think I've been a little loud about some things. I've re-questioning everything. <laughs> okay. Whichever <laughs> one gets, to, whichever action gets Kanye to stop being who he is currently, I'm fine with it. You've so. never lived until you've seen a motherfucker cut off one hand and then put the knife in his blood pouring <laughs> mouth and cut off his other hand. He's like, I'm doing this because of you. <laughs> Kanye's like, I'm giving all my money away. I'm going to the mountains. I need to think of some things. <laughs> okay. That was that's, dark. That was I realize dark I'm in a dark place. Your punishment is God. way darker than mine, and I gave him a dark, a higher rating. <laughs> do, do I wish I wouldn't have said that? Sure. But I, there's nothing. I, I don't have a better answer. That's what podcasts are for. They're a source of regret. <laughs> Perfect. Um, My punishment would be he should... and I. I apply this to any artist who goes crazy after being popular for too long is they should have uh, be burned down and start all over with a new name from scratch. I'm talking okay. like, like he has to go under a completely different name, replace, you know, the diamonds with emeralds or something. So people don't recognize him. Right. Uh, I don't know why I'm so fixated on that, but that is just really, really stuck are. with me. I'm like, that's awesome. There's something about that. I kind of love. <laughs> um, so he still gets to rap. And he has whatever. to go to rap open mics and start brand new and entirely unknown, and see if he can build his way back up. He has to oh, reprove himself. Yeah, that's like a. I have the premise of like, uh, I have this theory that in comedy, if certain people like, I think Jim Gaffigan's a great comedian, but I'm like, if Jim Gaffigan weren't who he was right now, oh, wasn't who yeah. he was right now, and had to start at open mics, everyone would be like. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? My like, new porn is Jerry Seinfeld in a room with no one knows him. Sure. <laughs> I jerk off but, to that all day. Yeah. I think I think the punishment should just be he has to quit rap and he has to start comedy. I think that's a great punishment for Lil Wayne. But he can't do it as Lil Wayne because it will skyrocket. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if it worked for fucking Jeremy Pivot. <laughs> MSG be in a week later. <laughs> that's fair. Um, okay, Albert. I think that's good, right? Where do, where can people find you if they want to talk um, to you, hang out? See you can always talk to me at uh, Hot Young Albert on Twitter, which I will delete someday, and Instagram, which I never post. I love you. I'm going to be around the city doing some shows next month. Uh, keep listening to the pod if you want to find out where. What about you, Ben? What are you up to? Where can people find you? Uh, what I'm up to is none of your business. Uh, people <laughs> can... Tell me about your life. <laughs> Let me in! Uh, you can... Uh... Find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner, S-H-A-Q-K-A-T-Z-N-E-R. 
Um, I'm out and about all the time. And uh, come say hi, you know, come say hi online. Come find me if you see me at a show. Come say hi to me. Tell me you like the podcast. I'm trying to pump this little bitch out here. Pump Let this people thing. know how we do this. If you want to talk uh, to us regarding the pod, you can always send us an email at burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, really dump email your hate us. in there. If you hate We've me got... for my limited experience in music, please just let it out. Some people have tensions and I want to hear them. Most of our emails, we usually record this on Friday. So we can read your, we'll read your stuff on air. We'll keep you anon- anonymous if you want to be anonymous. Yeah, it depends what, what you what say. You yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tell us if you think we're right. Uh, that this person sucks, whatever. Tell us what you like about a person. Tell us what you don't like about a person. We want to hear it all. Um, most of our emails right now are from the Google team letting us know that our account is active. So <laughs> I haven't read those. To... I'm like, oh, I got a new one. Oh, okay. Thanks, Googs. <laughs> if anybody wants to jump in and, you know, maybe say something. Um, and then also, if you're listening on, like, iTunes, if you could rate, review, subscribe, wherever. Like, anything you do helps. The feedback I'm getting from people is awesome. I text Albert all the shit that you send to me because he's not active on social media. And I love that about him. <laughs> um, but anything you can do to like help us grow this podcast, we're going to be working on stuff over the next couple months, whatever, to make this grow our audience. And uh, you, we want you to be a part of that. The more people we get Please. to do this, the more shit we get to do as far as, uh, you know, video bonuses all this we have guests especially if you're a celebrity and people love you please send us the reasons why you should be burned and tell us your darkest secrets if you're related to a celebrity we'll have them on as a guest on this podcast and we'll tell them why we think they suck (laughs) yeah tell us the worst things that you know that they've done that no one knows about and then we'll bring them on and confront them yeah that's what we're we're here for you you (laughs) yeah we're the pod of the people exactly we're we're like no, I was like, it's like we're like Donald Trump when Lil Wayne wanted his record expunged. We're here for you. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. damn it. All right, thanks for listening. That's our pod. Everybody, have a good week.